On the Virtual Bible Study tonight, we're going to talk about social media. Yeah, we, we haven't talked about it in a long time, not in a direct program in which we dealt exclusively with the pros and cons, lots of cons about social media. We want to try to cover that tonight. It's going to be an important discussion that we're going to start right now. It's time for this week's edition of the Virtual Bible Study. The Virtual Bible Study is a live, internet-only call-in program dedicated to the honest study and discussion of God's Word. Do you have a question about something in the Bible? Or are you simply interested in learning more about the Scriptures? If so, we hope you'll stay tuned tonight as we look into the pages of God's Word. The Virtual Bible Study is brought to you this time each week by the College View Church of Christ in Columbia, Tennessee. You can participate in the discussion tonight by calling 93 381-4567 or by emailing your questions or comments from collegeview.com. We hope you'll take out your Bibles and study along with us as we begin an exciting study of God's Word on this edition of the Virtual Bible Study. And we welcome you into the Virtual Bible Study for Thursday, October 1st, 2020. Thank you for joining us on the program tonight. My name is Jacob Gwynn. My father, Greg Gwynn, is here. Hello, Dad. Great to be with you, Jacob. Good to be with you. Kyle's behind the controls, as usual. Kyle, welcome. It's always good to be here. Glad that you're here, and we're glad that you're listening, and you can make the program better by giving us a call at 877-381-4567, emailing questions at collegeview.com, or maybe the simplest way is for you to let your fingers do the talking by signing into the chat room with other listeners. So we've got Brian out in California, Dwight and Michelle are in Iowa. Glad to see that Michelle's feeling better in the chat room tonight. Uh, and you can join in as well and let us know uh, that you're out there. We'd love to hear from you on the program tonight. Uh, Jacob, a couple of housekeeping matters before we get into our subject for tonight. One is we want to start really promoting an upcoming weekend gospel meeting here at College View. It's just about three weeks away, okay. three weeks from tomorrow night, the 23rd, uh, Jim Deason from Coleman, Alabama, but who even used to preach here at College U years ago, well-known in this area. He's going to come and have a, a weekend gospel meeting with us, Friday night, Saturday night, and during our services on Sunday. So if you're anywhere close in Middle Tennessee, uh, please plan to join us October 23rd, 24th, 25th for a gospel meeting with Jim Deason preaching. All right. Yes, that's good. Uh, and um, is it on the website yet? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. But we will get it up there we'll get soon. Get it up there. Okay. All right. Uh, worth and, a drive. If you're even if you're a little far away, it'd be worth a drive. Yeah, exactly right. And then we want you to get on our mailing email update list. Uh, send us an email to questions at collegeview.com. Say, add me to your list. Uh, we want you to share information about us with all your friends. Talk about it. And here's a place we're going to talk later in our program about how's, what's some positive uses of social media. Maybe use your social media connections to promote the virtual Bible study. You put a post out there every week that tells about our topic. Yeah. And all you got to do is hit the share button or yeah. like button or whatever you hit and share it yeah. with your friends. I'm really uneducated about how to use Facebook, but I know there's ways that you can promote something or pass it along or share it. Are you Twittering the topic as well? Yeah. You are Twittering the topic? I, I, I sometimes forget, but I try to get Twitter uh, Twitter update out. Just Really, I usually do that just before we start, try to catch people... Uh, who might be perusing Twitter, we try to get an update out right before we start. How about on, Instagram? Are you Instagramming the topic? I don't know anything, about, I don't know anything about Instagram, Snapchat, none of those others. You don't, don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. All right. Well, you got two there. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and so, and okay. I, but I, although my, the, I want to make a big disclaimer. The extent of my use of Facebook and Twitter is once a week to promote the topic of the virtual Bible study. Now, there's another thing. Once you've got that email address, and that's questions at collegeview.com, you can also use that email address to request your free bumper sticker. Yes, we want we want you to get a bumper sticker and put it on your and car. So you've got some big ones now, bigger, bigger ones. Bigger. We need to get some more. We're running a little bit low, but we, we'll get some more. But we've got some now. We've got a, an oval-shaped one, about a 5-inch oval. And then we got one that's about 12 inches long, 2 by 12, something like that. And you don't have to put it on your bumper. You don't have to stick it on the paint. You don't have to worry about marring the finish of your car. Put it on the back window. A lot of people do that. It's in more an eye level anyway. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, uh, help us out You put it right next way. to your 
marathon sticker or your well the oval one actually looks York like sticker the, the the oval one actually looks like maybe you ran a, a you know a half marathon or something you know how they put 13.1 yeah. on there yeah. you know uh, so you could deceive people into thinking that you ran a half marathon but then when they got looking closer they'd realize you're promoting the virgin bible there study. you go I think there's even one adorning the car of Brian out in California. Yeah, good. So he's helping get the word out out there. All right. All right, on so, to the topic at hand tonight. So to our update list today, we sent out these questions. And I don't know how closely we'll follow these questions. We have got some email feedback, so we're going to stay a little bit close to our questions. But there's just a lot to talk about. But I just offered these as a starting place. Number one, what does the time spent on social media – does the time spent on social media represent good stewardship? We just want to approach it. The first thing is how much time. Mm -hmm. Number two, what are some of the negative attitudes that can be generated via social media? Okay. Number three, comment on personal interaction with others. Does social media influence this? Okay. Number four, the Bible instructs us about the words we use. How does this factor into the use of social media? And number five, what are the positive? What are positive and beneficial ways to use social media. And we might just throw it open to the listeners. If you've got some thoughts about social media as they relate to the scriptural principles we read about in the Bible, you might share them if they don't fall into any of those buckets that you've listed already tonight. Yeah. We'd welcome your comments in the chat room tonight. Okay. So let's start out with the one about time. I, and that, that might be the very easiest one to address. And, and I'll tell you, it's easy to find statistics about social media use because it's so prevalent. Uh, I mean, uh, over I, I saw a statistic today that said over half the world's population is on some form of social media. That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Incredible. Yeah. So uh, there's obviously a lot of statistics being tracked on how this social media is being used because it's, it's obviously a big marketing matter. But here's, here's what was shocking to me. Uh, the, uh, in 2019, the average time spent on social, social networking, they called it, was, what do you think it was? 2019. In 2019, how much, what was the average time? That Seven hours. Per day? Yeah. No, no, no. Seven hours per day? I don't know. No. I, I was shocked that this was 144 minutes a day. Okay. So, uh, two and a half hours. Yeah, two hours and 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, two hours and 15 minutes. But that's still, that's an incredible amount of time. When you think about it every day, if two you did that, if you did. Two minutes. Uh, yeah, two hours and 24 minutes. Almost two and a half hours. Uh, yeah. If you did that every day, of course, that would be seven days a week, right? Mm. So that'd be what? Mm. Close to 20 hours a week. Getting, yeah. getting close to 20 hours a week. Yeah. Uh, wow. And what's incredible was this represented a big increase. The, they compared this to a survey taken in 2012, and current the current usage is up an hour per day over what it was just seven years earlier. Wow. So it's a 62.5% increase in time spent over a seven-year period. Wow. Uh, here's the statistic I was mentioning earlier. In 2020, some uh, uh, 3.8 billion people use social media, which is more than half the world's population. Mm. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Just amazing. Uh, so here, here, here's the average daily time spent on social media around the world. North America, including U.S. and Canada, Two hours and six minutes per day. South America, I was, I was surprised this is in South America, it's three hours and 24 minutes a day. In Africa, it's three hours and 10 minutes a day. Now, that seems a little bit suspicious to me because I got to believe there, there's some pretty big swaths of Africa where you can't even no get, internet. On, get on the internet. So I don't know. I don't know how reliable those kind of statistics are. But whatever. You, you have to believe that it is a very pervasive influence in the world, and people are spending crazy amount of time on social media. Yeah, all right. So the question you had is, does that good stewardship, is it good use of your time? Well, actually, the, the Scriptures tell us to be stewards of our time, that, that we are actually obligated uh, to use our time wisely, uh, uh, a couple of uh, uh, verses, Ephesians 5.15, Therefore, 
be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. Uh, so, again, uh, th th there's, there's sort of a, an obligation placed upon us to be good stewards of time. Colossians 4, let's look at, uh, I think, kind of a parallel statement to that in Ephesians, is in Colossians chapter 4, verse 5. If I can get my pages to turn there. Colossians 4, verse 5 says, Walk in wisdom toward them that are without redeeming the time. Yeah. So uh, we should be very careful about time. Now, we want to talk about later that there's some potential positive uses of social media, but I think this behooves all of us as Christians to say, well, is the time I'm spending on social media, is it, is it being used positively to promote good, or is it just a waste of time? So we're not going to lay down any uh, absolute standards here. I mean, as far as any you know, hard and fast rules, it's just something for we're going to have to think about, and, uh, and we're going to have to judge ourselves, make yeah. up our own mind. Here's one. Here's one. Here's one um, sort of guidepost that we can use. Dwight and Michelle in the chat room. I hate to say, but many people probably spend more time on social media than studying God's Word. There's one for you. I don't you, doubt that that's true at all. I, I would believe that'd be absolutely. That true. might be a good one, Kyle, for us well, to stop and think. You know, hey, listen, I've, I've, yeah. if I'm going to spend 30 minutes on absolutely. social media catching up, maybe Those two I would, hours a day. That's like <clears throat> I think how, in how many chapters can, is that? You can look at years later. You'd be like, man, that time I spent on social media, I could have been immersing myself in God's word. Well, it's like just, just that. It's neat that you said that, Kyle, because on these same statistics. Average time spent in a lifetime, if you project oh boy. Uh, th those time figures. Uh, so here, here's the way this guy did this. He said, if we assume that many people now start using social media as young as 10 years old, that means that the average person will spend a total of 3,462,390 minutes using social media over a lifetime, which is six years and eight months on social media in their lifetime based on the projections for social media use this year. Six years? And eight months. Six years and eight months spent. Now, as, as you were saying, Kyle, would I want to, near the end of my life, look back and say, Man, there's seven years of my life I could have done something better with. Yeah. That, that'd be tough. That'd be tough. But that, that's a good question on lots of things, social media, TV watching, all that sort of thing. You know, what, when you add it up, it really, it, it really staggers the mind. Wow. Wow. Uh, it, I just did a little search here. How long does it take to read the entire Bible, you know? Oh, I have seen that before. Is it is it like uh, 15 hours? 71. 71 hours. So, I mean, in about a month of social media time, you'd have the whole Bible read. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's a, that, so maybe that's a good guy, boys. I appreciate uh, Dwight and Michelle for bringing that up. Uh, they go on and add uh, social media. Uh, well, my chat room disappeared. It says it's fine if not abused and not using it for gossip. Yeah, okay. And then 826 had a comment as well about uh, timers. Uh, I, I don't it's it's gone on my screen, but maybe you can read that for oh, us. Oh, you're not seeing it? It's uh, gone. Uh, 826 in the chat room says, my phone has a screen time timer. There it is, yeah. You can set it to block the app once your timer is done. It helps minimize the distraction once the timer has run out. That's pretty neat. I didn't know you could do that. Uh, I'm not surprised, but I didn't know you could do that. So uh, on on my... On, on this particular social media, I'm going to set it to say, lock me out after 25 minutes. And then I can't reuse it again until tomorrow. And that the timer resets. That'd be pretty neat. If you, can't, if you can't control yourself on that time, then that would be a very good thing to do. Yeah, the Horwath family in the chat room says, something to think about. If we gave 15 to 20 minutes a day to studying the Bible, we could read the whole Bible through in a year. So maybe that's one you do. Maybe say, yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, uh, that is absolutely true because I find that to be my case. We, you know, we have the daily Bible reading calendars that we publish every year here at College View. And, and by the way, Lord willing, we'll be putting another one out near the end of the year. So we'll be looking forward to that. You should be getting for, pretty deep into the Bible by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just got three months left now. Yep. Uh, so 
I try to do that first thing in the morning. And it's, by the way, as you, those of you familiar with it know it's a five-day-a-week reading schedule. It's not seven days a week. It's five days a week. But even at five days a week, if I do that first thing in the morning, I, I, it takes 15 minutes or less to, to read the assignments for that day. And you get through the whole Bible in a year. So what the Horwaths are saying is absolutely true. For that amount of time, you can read through the Bible in a year maybe easily. That's, maybe that's what you do is you just say, well, I've got to do my Bible reading before I get on social media. Maybe that's what you prioritize. Yeah. yeah. Here's something I want, I want to kind of throw out a challenge because I know whenever we talk about this sort of thing, people say, well, but because basically what we're saying is people are addicted to social media. We didn't use that word yet, but it is true okay. that people are absolutely addicted to social media someplace. Oh, I know where it was because it's going to be in the update, uh, in our uh, trends segment later in the program. Half of the people surveyed about their use on social media said it would be very hard to give it up. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are just, I think the proper word is addicted to social media. But I know every time we make that point, because we make that point about television too, and there will be people who say, not me. Now, there, I'll tell you, there may be people who are addicted, but I'm yeah, not addicted that, to social nope. media. I could take it or leave yeah. it. So I'd like to throw out the challenge to everyone. If you think that it's not a sort of cancer on, the, on your weekly schedule, that it's just eating up time, if you, if you don't really think it's a problem for you in, in your life and with your schedule— Give it up for one week. Just absolutely don't even click on Facebook. Cold turkey. Go cold turkey starting right now until after the virtual Bible study next Thursday night. If you, if you think you can take it or leave it, then test yourself on it. Don't just say it. Put your money where your mouth is and do it. And, and I think you'll find out that you're probably far more addicted to it than, than what you want to believe. Okay. Well, you may, you've made a challenge. We'll see if anybody takes you up. Dwight took us up on the news challenge. Maybe we need an update on that, on how that's going Yeah, Dwight, right. you still staying away from the news? And, uh, let's it's kind of hard these days. No, maybe not. Yeah, maybe. Uh, let's, let's take a break when we get back. Uh, oh, wait, our listener. Well, we'll get their comments. Yeah, on we got side. some comments from our emailers on this. Now, time. there's a lot of <laughs> negative attitudes and negative thoughts that can come as a result of social media. That's what you asked next. Yeah, we want to talk about negative thoughts and attitudes. To see some good ones in here in the, in the emails that we've gotten as well tonight. So get, send in your comments. We'll be back right after this. Now you can listen to a podcast of a recent sermon every week. Find out more at collegeview.com. There's more of the virtual Bible study right after these important messages. Computers are good for lots of things, but there's no better way you could be using yours than to participate in the virtual Bible study every Thursday night. Can you think of a better use of your time? Here's some quotes worth pondering. You are much poorer with an empty heart than with an empty purse. Keep your temper. No one else wants it. Calvin Coolidge said, no one ever listened himself out of a job. Man, wish I'd said that. Share your comment with the world. Call in now and be a part of the virtual Bible study. Now, back to the program. Back on the program, as we talk about social media, our listeners chimed in tonight. Angela's down in South Georgia, around Lake Park, Georgia. She said, depending on how it's used, some uh, use their time well, but overall, most don't. It's really just a huge time waster. I do know a few women who have used it to start Bible studies with other women during the day, and it's been helpful for them. Okay, so let's, let's, let's remember that toward the end of the program when we ask the question, are there good uses of social media? Because Angela sort of mentioned yep. a potential yep. one there, but overall she agrees that it's a huge time waste. I mean, we're going to be careful about making blanket statements here yeah. tonight, but we're just throwing out the scriptural principles. We need, to, we need to examine ourselves is what we're encouraging tonight. Ken said it all depends on how much time we spend on social media. Even if the time we spend is dealing with evangelism and edification, which certainly is acceptable, we should never neglect other God-given responsibilities. And so we can't say keep it in balance. You know, uh, I think Kent's got a good point there. Because if you wanted to, you could engage on Facebook. You could engage someone all hours of the day and night on religious subjects. Yes, easily. Uh, I, I determined years ago when... when email became more and more popular, start getting people with email, challenging questions, you know, sort of maybe antagonistically worded questions, you know. And I realized if, you, if you're not careful, you can devote every hour of every day to 
back and forth in email. And that was before social media was popular. And I, find, I just decided I'm not going to do that. I, I've got other things I've got to get done. And, you know, you just got to realize, like Kent says there, you, you, could, you could be neglecting other responsibilities because you could literally spend every waking hour on social media engaged in debating religious subjects. Here's what Mohan says. It's de- it depends what it's used for. If used for getting the gospel out and to fellowship with others around the world, it can be good stewardship. However, spending too much time on useless things on social media is not wise. I like yeah. the way he put that. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm going to go a step further than Mohan and say that I think, though, the vast majority of, of things are in the useless category. Uh, again, we're going to talk toward the end of the program about how we could use it effectively, helpfully, but overall, I think as Angela said, it's a pretty big waste of time. Yeah, and, I, I, and we are to be stewards of our time. And I like what you said about uh, the, the emails there, and you ha- you know have to draw the line. We even when even if it's religious discussions online, we need to ask if it's profitable discussions. Are we are we are we wasting our time? Are we are we uh, careful that we're that this is going to be profitable? We would we do it in person? Would we spend that amount of time in person, or yeah, would we say yeah. yeah, maybe this is not a good use of my time? Exactly right. Brian's in California. He says, I'm a little surprised by how some members of the Brotherhood will forward a humorous item, albeit containing coarse, body, or just flat-out profane uh, cursing words or images. I try to remind myself, if it isn't coming out of my mouth, it's leaving with my email it's, address. It's not leaving, yeah. It's, it's, it's not, not, oh, if it's not going to come out of my mouth, it's not leaving with my email address attached. I think we make a false distinction by believing we're just forwarding unwholesomeness. If it comes from us, we're responsible for uh, it. I think you're right, Brian. And better exactly safe right. than sorry, Brian. Right? I mean, we'd have you don't. You, I mean, if, if there's a question about it, why not just say, "Nah, we're not going to. We're not going to take a chance there." Yeah. Um, oh, well, Dwight signed in on the news challenge. He says, "I've not watched the news since the challenge." Josh McCord made or made that challenge. He said, "I did watch the last 15 minutes of the debate the other night, but no, though no news." And Dwight, weren't you sorry you watched the last 15 minutes of the debate the other night? That, that probably reaffirmed your commitment to stay away from the he news. He says he doesn't miss the news at all. So thanks yeah, for that yeah, update, Yeah, Dwight. thanks, Dwight. Yeah, good. All right, so, okay, so we, we talked about the time issue. That's a big one. That's a big one when it comes to social media. The second question we ask, what, what are some of the negative attitudes that might be generated by social media use. Okay. Uh, now remember, we have a challenge to keep our hearts with all diligence. And so uh, if, if this is causing heart problems, uh, we need to make sure that we are being careful about, uh, about what we're doing here. Yeah. So here, here's one of the things that, that I, I, my limited exposure has, has taught me, and I don't even want to see any more of it, but it seems to me that social media is rife for boasting and narcissism. Okay. Uh, You're using those big words again. What are you talking about? Well, I mean, so today is today is the my what you know twenty eighth anniversary with the woman I love, who is absolutely the most perfect, wonderful human being on earth. And she's given me three of the most perfect and awesome children that have ever been known in the history of time. And, you know, those kind of, and I'm, I'm exaggerating, obviously. Not but too the, much, though. But not too much. That's the kind of stuff you get on social media, right? So if I love my wife and I'm thankful for the however many years of marriage that we've been married, my wife and I are way more than 28 years, by the way, uh, then... Why don't I tell her, you know, why don't I just tell her that I love her and I appreciate her versus putting that, what's, what's the value added of putting it out there on social media? I've never understood that. It, it, That's it, because you've been married so long. It, no, to me, it crosses this line yep. of boastfulness and narcissism and self-centeredness. 
Romans 12, verse 3. I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Proverbs 16, verse 5. Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Philippians 2, verse 3, beginning. Do nothing through selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, let each of you regard one another as more important than himself. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus. Yep. Proverbs 27, verse 2. Listen to this one. Now, this is, I, this is almost like the wise man was thinking of how social media would abuse these principles. Proverbs 27, verse 2. Let another man praise thee, and not thine own mouth. Yep. A stranger, and not thine own lips. Yep. I don't need to be bragging on myself, my, my, my family, my children, my grandchildren. We can all be very happy with our families and, and feel very blessed by our families. But I don't understand why I need to tell, tell this on social media rather than just tell my family. Well, here's another one. And we're gonna, when we get to the emails, let's, let's compare it with what 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says about love. And notice how this affects other people. We're going to see the pain that it causes other people. 1 Corinthians 13 says, love does not parade itself and is not puffed up. There's a lot of parading myself going on on social media, a lot of people being puffed up in front of the world. And you're going to see here as we get into our emailers' responses that that is true according to what 1 Corinthians 13 says, because I don't love others. If I'm out there parading about how perfect my life is and how much better it is than everybody else, that's hurting other people. It's hurting other people, and the chances are it's not totally true. That's true. You know, on social media, people don't get on there typically and tell all the ugly stuff about their lives. Yep. They exaggerate the positive aspects. And so here I'm reading this social media, and I assume, man, my life is pretty bad in comparison to what these people are describing their lives to be on social yep. media. So I'm going to get down. I'm going to get depressed. I'm hurt. I'm, 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 I'm kind of shattered by, by a false presentation, a false misrepresentation that's been done on social you media. You sure got it together, and I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I do think that's something to consider. Here's what Angela down in Georgia said. Speaking from personal experience, I've dealt with a lot of jealousy, anger, discontentment, stress, being overwhelmed, feelings of inadequacy, and social anxiety. There you go. I compare that to 1 Corinthians 13. At times, I spent, I've spent so much time on it that I have neglected my family and responsibilities. Some people get inflated feelings of empowerment. I know many people and Christians who vent anger, who post immodest pictures, and who, are, who share sinful behavior they're involved in, all because they have a community or tribe that supports them. And she references 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Good. Really Thank good you answer. for that, Andrew. Yeah. But you can see, and, it, and it's well documented, that there are these feelings of jealousy and and insecurity and, and yeah. discontent that come from folks who are uh, viewing all this on social media. Kent, down in Calhoun, Georgia, says one needs to be careful not to stir up unnecessary strife. Oftentimes when we engage in Bible study on social media, we discuss the scriptures with either non-Christians or perhaps unfaithful brethren. Truth is controversial. While we must be set for the defense of the gospel and contend for the faith, we need to keep our emotions under control and not reflect an attitude that would bring reproach upon the Lord's church. Pressing the point in discussion is acceptable. Losing control of our temper is not. Okay, good. That goes along with what Brian said. You know, if, if he wouldn't say it himself, it's not going to leave his email yeah. with his address on it. Okay. Yeah. Now, of course, the, the ultimate danger in all of this is if this is, if I'm spending two and a half hours a day on, on these things, then that's going to become a pretty strong element of what I think of as what's normal. In other words, I'm, so I'm reading about all these other people and their families and their activities and their lives, and so that begins to establish the norm for me, and, and therefore maybe I try to conform to that norm. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10, verse 12, We dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. So I can, you know, that is not the standard. The standard of, and, uh, for me to judge myself by is not 
what I'm reading from others on social media. Yeah, exactly. Or allowing them, as you said, the norm, if so, the norm is to brag, the norm is to, to boast, uh, then, well, it's okay. Everybody does this on social media, Kyle. You know, everybody tells, you know, about their big promotion at work and rubs it in everybody else's noses, so why shouldn't I? It is. It's a, it, yeah, I mean, we want to put, we start projecting our own, so it's, I got to find out, I got to find something good in my life to put on Facebook or put on Instagram. I got to find something positive. I got to get out there because everybody make else it up. is doing it. Yeah. Maybe make it up, Kyle. Yeah. yeah. So. And I think people do that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm falling behind the rat race. I got yeah. to get in the rat race. I <laughs> yeah. Gotta, you know, so it's. Yeah. Envy, yeah. envy, and just strife. It's and I and, and I want to add one more thing here that happens along this line is that through this social media connection, another bad thing that happens along the lines of negative attitudes and actions generated is I think there's a, a strong danger of having fellowship with and commending things that are wrong. Okay. I, and and I've heard of oh, again my my exposure in, so, in social media is very limited, but I've heard of people actually given a a like, you know I, I guess on Facebook you like things you know, mm-hmm. and so I've heard of Christians liking a picture of another Christian in an immodest swimming you know bathing suit kind of situation, or I give them a a thumbs up or a like about drinking alcohol. And so I'm commending things I shouldn't be commending. I'm having fellowship with error. Ephesians 5, verses 11, 12, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Yeah. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done by them. Yeah. You've got to be careful about that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's, uh, let's get this week's bullet point. And uh, when we get back, um, our interaction with others, what's your, what's your thought there? Well... If I'm spending all this time making up events to to broadcast about my life, that's time I'm not engaged with real-life people face-to-face. Is it taking time away from that? Yeah. We're going to get that on the other side of the break, and we hope you get your comments. Don't go anywhere. We're back right after this. Enjoying the virtual Bible study? Email a friend during this break and tell them to join in on the discussion. There's more exciting Bible study after this commercial. This is Greg Gwynn with this week's bullet point. Our bullet point this week comes from the pen of Ricky Hudson. Jesus told a parable about a foolish rich farmer who was so blessed with prosperity that his barns would not hold his crops. God made him rich and then the farmer planned his future without a thought of God. His blessings, his prosperity excluded God and blighted him. You can read that parable in Luke 12 beginning verse 15. Is it possible that similar things happen closer to home? Did you ever know anyone with a similar experience of blighted blessings? Did you ever know someone who was blessed with a good job, generous salary, fine benefits, and good opportunities? And then that job became the most important thing in his life. So important he could find no time to serve God. So important that he could find no time for his family. Did you ever see someone who was blessed with lots of free time, lots of opportunity, and then he became a lover of pleasure more than a lover of God? He was adept at playing, but he had no time to serve. Too busy for beneficial things, yet his life was filled with vanity, empty things. What a blight. Did you ever see a man blessed with lots of money, more than he needed for living, and then he was infected with the love of money? He became stingy, a miser, selfish. Did his abundance make him proud, self-sufficient, even with God? Did you notice he could afford anything he wanted except standing for right? Doing the right thing was too high a price to pay. Blessed with money, blighted by money. Have we ever recognized the face of such a person? Blessings turn to blight? Maybe when we look in our own mirror? Has God blessed us above measure? Let's not be unaware, careless, or unthankful. God has given us these blessings for our good to be used to his honor and glory. Matthew 16, verse 26 says, For what profit is it to a man if he gain the whole world and loses his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Let's be careful about turning blessings into blight. That's this week's bullet point. Think about it. Hi, Mommy. Hi, Tootie Um, This is the virtual Bible study. Quit checking your email. The commercials are over, and the virtual Bible study is ready to roll. Take it away, guys. We're back on the program. Go to the top of the hour. Uh, remind you, this program is brought to you by the College of Church of Christ in Columbia, Tennessee. Kyle, take it away on the YouTube. Uh, which uh, you can find us uh, for our College View, our main, our worship services, and our Bible studies, our College View live stream. So yeah, which we have uh, 
Bible studies right now. We have the personal godliness uh, on, series on, on Sunday mornings, yeah. and yeah, continuing our studies in Acts on uh, yeah Wednesday nights. So it's we have a, there's tons of information. You can really immerse yourself in a lot of studies for a good while. We have more than a year, a right. uh, year and a half of yeah playlists. All yeah, right, yeah. So, so that that YouTube channel is College View Live Stream. That's a different channel than you're watching tonight, but College View Live Stream for our worship service and Bible studies and all the archives that are there. And then, of course, the virtual Bible study here on Thursday night and all the archives of, uh, of past programs about it. There's now, if I'm doing my math right, that's about two and a half hours of new content every week that you're putting up there, Kyle. So that will take the place of social media for maybe one day out at of At least week. one day. At least one day. Well, yeah. give it a try. It'd be a yeah. better use of your time. Thanks, Kyle, for that. And uh, if you've got any questions anytime, questions at collegeu.com is the email address to use. I want to add one more passage to, uh, to the discussion we were just having about you know, sort of our conduct and, and what we may be provoking in attitudes and actions on others. What we say, Proverbs 17, beginning verse 27, whosoever restrains his words has knowledge, and he who has a calm spirit is a man of understanding. Even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise when he closes his lips. He is deemed intelligent. Sort of what yeah. Abraham Lincoln said about yeah. the matter, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... The danger is overexpression. We and and when we say too much, we're almost certain to say something wrong. Well, that's true. Uh, in the abundance of words, uh, there is uh, certainly danger, yeah. and, and we've got to be aware of that. All right, um, all right. Uh, on to the next topic at hand. Okay. So that we ask, what about how does social media affect our personal interaction with others? Uh, you know. We are instructed to, you know, Jesus said the, the, the greatest commandment is love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, and mind. The second commandment, he said, is likened to it, love your neighbor as yourself, Mark 12, verses 30 and 31. So I, I, I'm obligated to love my fellow man, my neighbor. Of course, that's very, and Jesus taught, of course, my neighbor is effectively anybody that I have a chance to interact with best told obviously in the in the story of the great uh, or the good samaritan but if i'm if i'm if i'm occupied on social media spending that two and a half hours a day that is is the average remember you got, they, let that sink in a minute two and a half hours a day on social media is the average that means that there's obviously a lot of people Spending a whole lot more time than that. Oh, yeah. Because they're going to have to make up for people like you and me who are not spending any time on social media. So there's some people spending, who knows, five, six, seven, eight hours a day maybe on social yeah. media. Yeah. But all of that time spent on social media is time that I am not engaged in positive interactions with others. Now, the others could be my neighbor, you know, someone that I might be able to teach the gospel. But the others might also be my family. Exactly. It might be my wife. Yep. It might be my children. Yep. Uh, if I'm spending that kind of time, it's it's negatively influencing the, the important relationships of life. We don't have more time because there's social media. It's taking time from something. And I'm sure we've all been out at the restaurant where we've seen uh, the families on their devices on social media instead of talking with others, seeing what so-and-so friend across the country is doing today, rather than talking with my kids about what they did today. Yeah. Uh, and that certainly is something to be considered. Yeah. Uh, this goes back quite a long while ago, uh, certainly way before the coronavirus pandemic set in and all the restaurants shut down. It was even well before that. We were at a restaurant, and I could not help but observe in a table just across from us what appeared to be a family of four, mom and dad and two children, and they all had their electronic devices, and they were flying away with their thumbs, and they weren't looking at or talking to each other, which it's it, it just sad beyond belief, sad beyond belief. Here's what Angela said about it. Social media creates a false world where you feel safe and comfortable to do or say whatever you think and feel and to support others in ways you may not otherwise, but you are very hands-off. There are little to no physical expectations of you. People have, you have never spoken to in real life are suddenly your support system or your encouragers. You reach out to one another in ways you, that you never have before, but once you see each other in real life again, it's weird and awkward. 
Speaking to strangers has never been harder or more nerve-wracking because one can become so worried about others' opinions that it's nearly a psychological problem. Or, on the other hand, you don't know those people, so what are they to you? They have no bearing on your life if you aren't friends on social media. You don't want to get involved anyways. Some have, uh, some also hide behind their phones or keyboards and are more hurtful than they ever would be in person. So, I, I Angela, think, uh, it's a lot of issues there. I, yeah, I, I, and, and several things there that she mentioned that are certainly great points, but I, I, I particularly like that last one. You know, it's, it's easier for me to sit at a keyboard and fire off hateful words at someone. Yep. The, the, there's almost no chance that I would say that if I was face-to-face with them. And so this, this, this social media is actual social distancing. I don't have to, I don't have to deal with the, the face-to-face experience. I have, the, I have sort of the protection of cyberspace between me and the person I'm reaching out to slap in the face. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Here's what Kent and, and, and Georgia said. Social media can influence our personal interaction with others. We need to be very careful not to allow worldly thinking and communication to lead us astray. Thank you, Kent, for that. And then here's Mohan. Now, Mohan has a different angle. He said personal contact is important. However, if someone lives far from the church and can have limited contact with others, like two days out of the week, social media can be used the other days. And so so, Mohan's has some positive ways it can be used. Okay, and again, I want to kind of save that because our last question for discussion tonight is what are some positive and beneficial uses that we might make of social media? And I think Mohan has probably hit on one there. Uh, You know, as we said, it looks like effectively over half of the world's population has some access to social media. And we've got some brethren who are, are very isolated in certain parts of the world, and we might be able to be a benefit to them. We'll talk about that in a minute. But in our, in our immediate daily personal lives, I think social media inhibits necessary and appropriate interpersonal relationships. Okay. Uh, and and we've got to be really careful about that because I said, as I said, it's not just that I might be distanced from my neighbor. I never talk to my neighbor. Uh, I talk on social media all the time. I never talk to my neighbor. I talk on social media all the time. I'm never involved in my immediate community to try and influence for good because I've spent all my time on social media community. Uh, but maybe even what's more damaging is I'm on social media all the time. I don't even interact with my wife and my children. Well, those are all terribly hurtful things. God has intended for us to be socially connected with the people in our lives, with our family especially, but with our neighbors, with our coworkers. Uh, How are we going to let our light shine in our immediate community? The Lord did not intend that to be done electronically, I think. Now, could we use it as a tool? I believe, obviously, yes. But obviously, principally, all of the instructions about letting your light so shine and setting your example so that people can see Christ living in you, those were to be done in person. And so when... when I mean, but somebody's going to fire back, so I can do that on social media. I think social media can be a tool, but when it becomes the exclusive means by which I interact with others, I think we're misusing the tool. All right, all right. And uh, and I especially think it is taking time from our families, and that's something that's dangerous and time that we'll never get back. Here's what the Horvath family says. When I have heard Christians discuss this topic, I think the tendency is to focus on how we act and the time we spend, and this is critical. But there's another component I'm concerned about and haven't heard much about. What do we do when we see sin being committed by others? For example, modesty, lack of humility, but instead look at me, communication with others, etc. Do we ignore or follow God's commands, uh, commandments to bring the issue up? God is watching. So when you see somebody committing sin on Facebook, how do you respond? The Horowath family says, yeah, we need to take some time and think about that. I think there is the tendency on social media to say, boy, that guy, he shouldn't have said that. Or that gal, she shouldn't have been dressed like that. What were they doing there? But I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm not yeah. going to, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to stay, you know. But maybe there again, social media gives us the feeling that we have this sort of ability to isolate. Uh, 
I, I don't have to engage because we're we're distanced by cyberspace. Yeah. You know, uh, so I, I think that's probably a really good observation. Let's get a break and go to the top of the hour. Two more topics to talk about tonight. One topic is, what about the words we use? Uh, how does this factor into the, the use of social media? We've touched a little bit on that, right? And then finally, we do want to talk about how we might be able to use it in positive ways. All right. We're going to get that on the other side. Don't go anywhere. We're back right after this. After these important messages, we'll be back to take your comments. Email them during this break. This is Stephen Nicholson, a member of the College View Church of Christ, and I want to invite you to be a regular participant on the virtual Bible study. Your input by way of emails and phone calls are always welcome during the live program. We're also open to your suggestions about possible topics for discussion on upcoming editions of the program. We'd love to hear from you anytime. We're tracking the trends on the virtual Bible study. According to a recent survey, 88% of 18 to 29-year-olds in the United States use social media. 78% of those between 30 and 49, 64% of those aged 50 to 64, and 37% 65 and over. They found that roughly half of social media users aged 18 to 24 say it would be hard to give up social media. That information is via the Pew Research Center. The Word of God says, Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Colossians 4, verse 5. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Colossians 3, 17. Now, back to the program. Back on the program tonight. Go to the top of the hour. Two more things to talk about here. Number one, how we talk on So the Bible instructs us about the words we use. How does this factor into the use of social media? Well, I think there's probably several things to consider there. Obviously, the first one I believe is absolutely necessary is truthfulness. I think that there's some gross exaggeration that takes place on social media that probably, if you wanted to be more blunt, uh, amounts to absolute lying about people, their lives, their relationships, and so forth. You know, I wouldn't tell you a lie right, face-to-face, and I probably wouldn't exaggerate a situation because if I had to deal with it, you'd probably call me out on that immediately if, if I tried to tell you this exaggerated story about myself, my family, what I did. Blah. But again, with, with a sort of shield of, of, and it's not anonymity because you're not anonymous on social media, but it's just that there's sort of a barrier here. You know, I, I can tell these outrageous things, and no one will call me on it. And I, and I feel pretty secure that I can get away with this. So just basic honesty would be a first consideration. Yes, absolutely. Um, am I being honest? Am I stretching the truth? And I can stretch the truth with words. I can stretch the truth with pictures. You know, I can make things look better than they are with just a picture. You know, yeah. like a little, little trick photography here. You know, I could... Uh, just show only the positive in the pictures, and so uh, certainly things to think about. Yeah. Another thing is uh, how we address each other with honor and respecting one another. You know, again, with the shield of cyberspace, I can I can say harsh, mean things that I would be not willing to say in an in-person conversation. But because I'm typing it on a keyboard and I'm shooting it out over cyberspace, I, I can be mean. I can be hateful. I can, I, I, I can express myself in ways that almost certainly will cause strife and division. Uh, I probably wouldn't be so brash in person, but cyberspace gives me that Big problem for our young people, the, this online bullying, you know, yeah. that uh, we get on social media, we can run down certain kids that we don't like or that might be different than us and so forth. Yeah. And another thing, along the same lines, really getting up on my high horse here, but the, the, the expression of opinions, that's largely what social media is, isn't it? It's, I can tell what I think. I can tell what I feel. And, you know, not all of that needs to be expressed. Uh, obviously, social media is heavily used to promote political agendas. You know, well, as as a spiritual person, although I have political opinions, I don't want to be known for that. I don't want to be known. F I don't want the first thing people think of me is, man, he's a right wing conservative Republican. I'd rather them think of me as a 
as a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I would rather that be their first thought of me rather than I have some some strong stance on political matters. On moral issues, you want to be right down the line and you yeah. want everyone to know that. But pol on political issues, there's absolutely no reason to burn a bridge yeah. because you think we ought to support middle class tax relief or, yeah. you know, or uh, we ought to fund Social Security more. There's no reason in the world why you ought to burn your bridge. Uh, you stay away from Social Security. I'm sorry, Security, I got to get yeah. close to home. <laughs> but there's no reason why I ought to burn a bridge for political yeah. issues. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. And so I think the expressing of opinions, you know, you don't have to express every opinion that you have. Yeah. But social media sort of gives license to that. Whatever's on your mind, let it flow. Yeah. And, and that's not helpful. That's in, in lots of instances, that is not helpful. All right. All right. You want to go on to our listeners? Yeah, let's see what our listeners Here's what say. Angela says. There are so many people who use social media as their platform to vent and get attention. And there's what you're talking about there, vent and get attention. She references Proverbs chapter 12, verse 16, which says, uh, Proverbs 12, 16, says that uh, a fool's wrath is known at once, but the prudent man covers shame. Good, good verse there. And then, uh, no one has ever felt safer to proclaim their thoughts and feelings to the point of injustice, hatred, and sin. Proverbs 12, verse 15, the way the fool is right in his own eyes, but he who heeds counsel is wise. Some people do use social media to be helpful and encouraging to others spiritually, and that's great. We're supposed to do that. Proverbs 25, 11, 1 Thessalonians 4, 18, and 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 11. Okay, and again, we're going to talk about that a little bit more here in just a minute. All right, and then Kent says, if we forget to permit the word of Christ to dwell in our hearts, we could be influenced in the wrong way to use sinful language. Okay. Uh, and so, okay. okay, some bad some of that language. Uh, some of the shortcuts. Using initials to, to, because especially like something on Twitter, you're limited in how many characters you can have in a given post anyway. Uh, I think they've relaxed that somewhat. But I, you, Oh, you, I didn't know that. How did you know that? I only oh, know that. he's been busted. I only know that by virtue of I can type in more than I used to oh, when, okay, I, when right. I'm posting about oh, the Merchant Bible stuff. Gotcha, okay. Uh, but, the, but, the, but in order to save time and space... Uh, uh, you know, there's all kinds of expressions that now people recognize what these expressions mean. Uh, LOL. I wouldn't. I don't. I had no idea what LOL was for the longest time. I finally figured out. Laugh out loud. But now everybody, everybody knows that. You know, and there's some, and there's some vulgar, yeah. such uh, yeah. acronyms. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Um, Dwight uh, and Michelle say gossip is a good way to get involved with social media. So certainly that's going on in social media. So that's, we're going to be careful about what are we talking about? What kind of gossip are we talking about there? Uh, certainly be aware of that. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we've got just a, uh, a few minutes left. Let's, let's try to end on a positive note. We asked the final question, are there positive and beneficial ways to use social media? Okay. And I, we've touched on this already. Uh, uh, let, let's catch our emailers Mohan first. Mohan and, and Chicago again at, told us that, you know, if you're far away from other Christians, you can reach out and have contact that way. Yeah. So maybe there's some Christians uh, in a remote part of the world, you know, where, where, where faithful Christians are pretty few and far between. And, and sad to say, that's a, a large part, a large population of the world live in situations like that where they're far removed from other Christians and we're blessed to be able to be around lots of people who share the same principles of faith that we do but in some parts of the world you'd, you'd be out there on an island and so if you can have a connection it's not the same as an in-person connection I don't want anybody to imagine that because I can relate to somebody over Facebook that somehow I have the same thing going for me that I would have if I had a one-on-one -on -one personal relationship but Encouragements can be extended, and it's helpful. I'm, yeah. I don't deny that at all. I'm, uh, I'm sure that's the case. Okay. All right. Here's uh, what uh, Angela said. Some use it to get in touch and keep in touch with Christians from elsewhere to share about gospel meetings, to encourage and inspire others, to share sermons and scripture, to study and share progress, 
to ask questions and start public Bible studies for people in the community and so on. She references Matthew 28, 19 and 20, going into all the world. So um, Angela says there are some good ways yeah, to use it. But I don't, don't neglect to read her last sentence there in her post. Well, my opinion is that the negative far outweighs the good. There you go. Uh, and I, I'd have to agree with you, Angela. I, I do think that there are possible. Uh, for instance, and I, I don't, I mean, full disclosure here, I don't want to, we've already mentioned this, but I mean, I do use social media once a week to, to post what our topic for discussion on the virtual Bible study is going to be. And then also when I remember to do it, I try to put a, a quick brief post on Twitter. So, I mean, full disclosure, we do, we do use social media here to promote what we're doing on the virtual Bible study, and we think that's a good thing. Uh, that's like a lot of other things about the technology age. There's both good and bad. I mean, Internet, I, I, I think there's so much evil and bad on the Internet in general. Uh, I think an explosion in the use of pornography has happened because of the Internet, but we still think we can take advantage of the good potential of the internet to do something like the virtual Bible study, to do something like Kyle does with the College View live stream. There's, so there's, there's, a, there's a, no doubt a positive side. We, we don't want to minimize that some good can be done. A huge amount of good can yeah. be done. Lots, yeah. I mean, incredible amounts of good is, are being done, even on social media, but yeah. there are certainly, as, as Angela has noted, severe challenges. Yeah. Kent says those who use social media can use such as a tool of evangelism and seeking to discuss the scriptures with those who are lost as a tool of encouragement and edification to faithful Christians and a means of legitimate communication to keep in contact with family and friends. Yeah. So I think the, 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 the end of this all needs to be is you're not condemning the use of social media. Right. You're not condemning the use. We're of, not saying you're going straight to hell if you ever log on to Facebook. We're just not saying that, obviously. We're just saying you need to you need to take walk circumspectly online like you would in real life. Yeah, and and not to take it for granted as though everything about it is good, and that my involvement in it is totally helpful and positive because my involvement in it, even if I'm even if I'm not showing immodest pictures, even if I'm not using bad language, even if I'm not misrepresenting the truth, all the negative things we said, if it's keeping me from other necessary things in my life, if it's so preoccupying me that I can't get other necessary things done in my life, then it's 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 hurtful. Do not assume that it is necessarily a positive thing because I'm using it. I'm not. I'm not doing the bad things that you guys have been describing tonight. I'm using it for good things. It might still be a problem, even if I can honestly say I never use it to gossip or exaggerate or lie or cause strife. Still might be. A, it still might be something I need to measure more carefully. I really like one of those early early comments in the, in the chat room was, put a timer on it. And apparently, I didn't know this, but as we were saying earlier, apparently, you can time out the app. And, you know, so I'm, I'm going to give myself, instead of two hours and 25 minutes a day, which is the average, I'm going to give myself maybe 25 minutes a day on social media. And after I've done that, it times out, and I can't get back on until tomorrow. Well, that's what guest 826 in the chat room. 826 says, can't do a cold turkey challenge. I will cut my timers drastically, 10 minutes for Facebook, and five minutes for Pinterest. I like to share VBS content and other church-related stuff. I guess that'd be on Facebook. And Pinterest in case I need a recipe, LOL. <laughs> so, hey, can't argue with that. Okay, all right, good, so, good, good. No, but uh, it's just something, hey, we're not, no, we're not drawing any lines here, but we're just saying you got to be careful. And uh, we, need to, we need to examine ourselves, Yeah. Uh, as we do in all things, but this is certainly something that we need to consider. Kyle, uh, thoughts from you as uh, we wrap things up tonight? Yeah, I think it's a good, it's a good study. I think it's, it's like anything in our lives. If, uh, if we, so much is good, like businesses, we have people who run small businesses using social media. We promote those on social media. That's a very good thing to do. I think we just, there are, it's, it can be a very danger if we use it for wrong. Like yeah. most things, we can use things for good. We can use uh, yeah, a lot of things for good, but also there's bad aspects we can use it to if it's abused. So, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The devil's going to try and get his, yeah. his little... Yeah, well, uh, I mean, you, just, just, just like we were talking about the, the Internet in general, not just the Internet and social media, but the Internet in general. Satan overall has got to be thrilled with the invention of the Internet. 
because overall it's being used for a lot more bad than it is for good. Yeah. And, uh, the, and, and so, but that's not to say we don't want to try to take advantage of it for good. Right. Kyle, thanks for helping us out tonight. Yeah, that was good. Dad, thanks for a good discussion. Thanks, Jacob. I guess uh, there's no doubt about it that uh, there's some old men on the program tonight. We're, yeah. we're, this is the old man radio hour tonight. <laughs> we're, getting, we're sort of on our, our soapbox, but certainly things that we need to, we need to think about. Um, young or old, uh, the, it, it, and it may be harder for those who are younger who this is, this is they've grown up with this. This They're, is the norm. This That's is what we norm. were saying earlier. Be careful that it doesn't establish a norm for your life and for your daily schedule that's not not beneficial. That's right. So good good time to discuss that. Appreciate appreciate being with you tonight, Dad. Appreciate Thanks, you Jacob. joining us on the other end of the line. Hope you benefited from our study and discussion of God's Word. Hope you make plans to be back here this time next week for another edition of the Virtual Bible Study. In the meantime, we encourage you to put God first in your life, study His inspired Word, the Bible, and live by it every day. You'll never regret it. Thanks for listening to the Virtual Bible Study, brought to you by the College View Church of Christ. The College View Church of Christ meets at 1618 Hampshire Pike in Columbia, Tennessee. If you are in the Columbia, Tennessee area, we encourage you to worship with the College View Church of Christ on Sunday mornings at 930 and on Sunday evenings at 6 o'clock. The College View Church of Christ also welcomes you to attend their Wednesday night Bible studies at 7 o'clock. If you have any questions about something that was said on tonight's broadcast or would like more information about the College View Church of Christ, please call 931-381-4567. That number again, 931-381-4567. Or for more information on the internet, visit collegeview.com. Be sure to tune into the virtual Bible study this time next Thursday for another informative study of God's Word.